what is a booty call mural? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, um, you know, just like a giant like poster with like a girl like you know, a giant booty booty call. Now you see, as much as that would be nice to look at, it might make it harder to like invite a girl into the room. I mean, that's fair. It's fair, unless it's her. See that that she, depending on the girl, she might consider that flattering. She might consider it creepy. I mean, see, number one date or number one dating <laughs> tip, guys, don't be creepy. Don't don't be creepy. Like like this kind of goatee, no, that's like auto creepy. I mean. See, if you do like that, then you have, see, <laughs> see, just normally no, but when you do like that, it's like, yeah. Anyway, thank you for dropping by. Welcome to, uh, you know, I think I'm going to stick with uh, Neofang's production roommates or Neofang's podcast roommates, uh, just so I can use the acronym NPR for the laughs. So welcome to our NPR. <laughs> um, we're pretty excited to get this started, and uh, we just want to mess around, talk about whatever crap we're watching or doing. As, if, I, as I am messing with my cat. Yes, uh, he is He is messing with Sheldon, who is... One, he, he's like... He's not old, but he acts like a cranky old man. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of why, why I can actually, like, deal with this cat. Because normally I don't like cats that are, like, overly cattish. But, like, Sheldon... Oh my gosh, I love Sheldon. Sheldon is the best. Well, we, we, well, we can't get him out yet, but... Yeah, he's, he's, he's in his little fortress, which is my chair. Yep. But um, we had actually uh, just moved. In fact, welcome to my new room slash office. It's still a little bit of a work in progress, as you can see from my wide-open closet, hence, which I keep off of my live streams. Yeah, hence why we were talking about the booty call mural. Yeah, he was saying I should put up some kind of a mural like on the wall there or something, and I'm like... I'm thinking instead actually making this whole wall like a green screen. Just get like a green sheet to hang up there, and then I can put whatever the heck I want behind me. All the booty calls. I could also put that up there, but because it would just be a green wall, it would only appear that way on camera. When I actually have people here, they'll just think, why is there a green sheet on your wall? Until I write booty call on it. Just to mess with you. Oh my gosh, you and your booty call. Hey, it's a great way to start this conversation. <laughs> it is. Speaking of booty calls. What was that a segue to? <laughs> I mean, whichever anime, movie, whichever one you want to go with that you think is most appropriate for that. I feel like... Pervert? Yeah. Let's start with pervert. Yeah. Um... So, there's this show out there this season, and granted, it's it's very late in the season. We're at, like, episode 9 and 10, English dubbed. In fact, I think episode 10 for Pervert comes out tomorrow for the English dub. Yes, we actually prefer the English dubs for most things, because when we're watching something, we want to see the visuals and not be, like, reading the bottom of the screen. And I'm sorry for you subtitle purists out there, but... Well, and another thing, like, I'm going to say this, like, for those who are like, oh, well, the dubs are never as good... The dub quality for both Funimation and uh, Dub Exclusive High Dive, they, yeah. they, their quality of dubs have gone so good. Yeah. Like, they really, like, the audio quality and the actors who they got nowadays are just 
There are a lot of really good dubs, and sometimes it's not even just the quality of the voice acting itself, but the writing that goes into it. Because when you watch a lot of anime and subtitles, you start to pick up, like, very common dialogue that gets repeated in a lot of shows just because that's how you say it in Japanese. Well, and then, so another thing that they're also um, particularly in more of, like, the comedy shows, like, like, Pervert. They're um, making more, like, localized... Cultural adaptations to the dialogue. And because, like, they do, they have that in Japanese, but it just, it doesn't translate exactly the same way. Right, because their idioms, idioms are hard to translate because they're culturally... So what they'll do is they'll take our ver- they'll take their version and they'll compare it to like all of our idioms and try and figure out well, well, which one's gonna fit the best for this situation and use that. I never thought I would be watching a show and hear the line "This conversation is Dunyan rings." Yeah. He hasn't seen that part yet, uh, but I, I heard that last night. I had to stop the episode. I was <laughs> laughing so hard. Yeah, I'm a couple episodes behind, but. I... Like, We're both catching up because of having just recently moved. Yeah. He he's had for anybody that's only getting the audio of this. He he's just kind of playing with his finger in the air. See, that sounds dirty. Like no, I'm like I literally <laughs> I, I was doing the round the world movement. That's you know, and it just on the camera it looks very impressive. So I got I, you know a little. See, like, you, you did slow. You did, like, this. See, I went full wrist. You gotta go full wrist. But, yeah, the, for anybody out there, the show is called Hensuki. Are you willing to fall in love with a cute or with a pervert as long as she's a cutie? Which... It's just a very long... Like, you know, Japanese titles, they, they really... When it's a light novel adaptation, the titles are getting ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I mean, of course, the big one for this season is, um, is it wrong to pick up uh, chicks in a dungeon, which is everyone... Right. The which, second season of that's come out. Which everyone calls Don Machi. It's just, because that's, uh, I guess that's the part of the Japanese title. I Probably. I, I, I don't, I haven't seen the Japanese title myself. So, so he hasn't seen. I need to. I need to rewatch the first season and catch up on the second. It's so for those who are the too long dead reversion episode one of season two is actually a recap of season one of all its important points. So skip episode one of season two. If <laughs> if you if you don't want to just jump in, if you want to just jump in, go ahead and watch because admittedly season one, like it's great, um, but. It's not as... It's more of a build-up to what's going to happen. And then there was a like, two or three-year hiatus. Yeah. So that was kind of a problem. But season two is just arc after arc of important things that's happening. So it's much. It's a much faster-paced season than compared to season one. Which is nice. In fact, I find that in contrast to when we tried watching season two of... Um, Log. Log Horizon. Like, season one was so good going from story beat to story beat well, and then season two starts off with coming to a grinding halt of players grinding and over explaining mmo tr- mmo terms and unfortunately i think that's why it didn't get a season three is because season two because i don't know if it was the direction they wanted to go or if it was because they needed to hold off because they copped to the no- the novel slash manga too quickly. I don't really know the story about that one. Yeah. Those of you who are, who know, please feel free to comment. Leave and, comments, because yeah. educate us, because we're just a bunch of scrubs. 
bunch of couple of weeboo scrubs. I mean, so. But Hensuki, definitely check out Hensuki. Every single episode of that just seems to close on some kind of hilarious reveal. Uh, for anybody that hasn't picked up on it yet, I will say this. For episode one, you'll need to watch it twice because certain scenes make way more sense. A hundred times more sense after you've seen the big reveal at the end of the episode. And for me to say more just spoils the reveal. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just outright glorious. And Sheldon's, the, Sheldon's the relationships between the characters is just like... Imagine when you meet somebody, and then they are just complete... They come out as completely fucking weird. And you're just like, I just wanted a normal relationship. Sheldon Turtle really hard, I'm just saying. It's like when I moved in with this guy, and yeah. then it turns out he's a cat lover. I mean, I'm an animal lover, excuse you. And I had... <laughs> I had... Well, okay... So when I move, so when you moved in with me, I had no animals. Now I have a zoo. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that'll be a story for another episode. Yeah. Uh, I had to, I had to give a uh, snake a bath today. That was interesting. Oh yeah. How uh, how did that go? So okay. So one of my animals is I have a ball python. Um, so with the new move and everything like that. Um, he, um, it's getting used to the new um, humidity, new temperatures, and everything like that. Um, so he just shed, but he didn't have a clean shed. What? So when clean shed is like you know, it all comes out. Um, if he co he comes out of it all in one go, he normally is very good about that. Um, it was a little too dry in there, so his skin was sticking in patches. So what I had to do was take him. Luckily, he had just fed, so he was very docile. Mm -hmm. uh, ball pythons typically are very docile, but when they're hungry, I mean. Hunger bites it happens. Yeah, I'll uh, be like, "Hey, is this food?" Yeah, uh, he is not the one that's bitten me. I've only been bitten once by my snakes. <laughs> so um, that's another story for another day. Uh, so I took him into the sink, filled it up with a little bit of water, and had him sit in it. And he actually went completely underwater, like he dumped himself. And meanwhile, I'm just like with my finger, just rubbing his his scales just a little bit, just to get well, because I knew where the patches right. were, and they came, they fluffed right off. Okay. It, just, it just need a little bit of moisture, and I made sure the big thing you have to check out when that something like that happens is their eyes. Actually, you make sure that their their um, the scales over their eyes did clear because if it doesn't, it can cause blindness. So that's the one that's the one really important area you have to make sure if they don't have a clean shed that did that that area is okay because if the, if it isn't, you have to address that immediately. So basically, if uh, if your if you your animal needs to get, to break out of whatever shell that's left over, you know, just get the proper moisture on it and let the shell crumble, which is a great segue to Dr. Stone. That was really clever, actually. I'm not even gonna, that was really good. Oh, <laughs> uh, that actually worked out really well. That really, I so this is like the hot Shonen Jump series of the season, which... I, I mean, that and Don Machi, like those two that, are... Yeah, but like the, uh... What was uh was Chicks in the Dungeon in the Shonen Jump manga? No, it's a light novel. Adaptation. Okay, but I, I mean even if uh I don't remember if Doctor Stone's a light novel too, but a, like the it, Shonen Jump magazine is where a lot of big action titles come out. I mean Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, Yu Gi Oh, well, the big but, classics are out of that. Oh yeah, for sure, and it's definitely hitting that same age group as. Oh my God, Curtis, 
you and I are both technically out of that age group now. Yeah, we're we're old men. We're we're we're, we're as far as anime fans go. Yeah, we are we are old men, quote unquote, but we're like actual adults. So yeah, we're, so like we have a slightly higher weird bracket they look at us. It's it's weird how they they target yeah. the demographics. But the thing is, is like Doctor Stone, we've been watching it and. Well, I, I caught up last night. He still needs to catch up on the rest of it. Yeah, I, I was playing Persona 5. Each episode is just great. Like, each character has their quirks and their over-the-top personalities that you expect out of your typical shonen series. But they go through, like, actual science processes. So, for, for people with, like, interest in chemistry and stuff, it, it's, it's at least a fun watch. And sure, it is sci-fi, technically, and I, there was some video I saw where somebody was like, oh, check out this new isekai of the season. And then somebody, like, verbally slapped him over the head in the monologue. It was like, it's not an isekai. It's still the same world. It's just the future. Okay, so this one, like, I'll, I'll go ahead and spoil episode one for this one. No, 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 Entire human you know. population gets turned to stone. Civilization crumbles over millions... Not millions, thousands of years. So, I think it's like three thousand years that's supposed to take place between. Yeah, like thir- uh, three thousand seven hundred years. Um, and Senku, our main character, the titular Doctor Stone, who, like, nobody's really called him that specifically, but they've kind of hinted at it in the, in the dialogue. He wakes up, like he wakes wakes up ish, um, but breaks out of the stone casing. And is trying to figure out, like, okay, what's going on here? Why did we all turn to stone? What's the process of this? He finds that some some people have actually broken apart. So they're basically dead. But that also shows that they're stone inside and out. So for some reason, he basically re-metabolized into his human body and broke out of a shell casing. And they, like, they go into a little more, but that's really spoiled the territory. That, that's like getting a little specific with it, and a lot of it is just him going through the process of figuring stuff out scientifically to reviving his uh, his old high school friend yep. who managed to, who basically drifted nearby where he was. And then issues start happening, so we don't want, yeah. we, don't, we don't want, we're not going to get it too much into it, because admittedly, I am not all the way caught up. He's not caught up, so if I go too much further, yeah. it's like getting into the actual, like... And that's when stabs happen. Yeah, stabs. we're not going to go through stabs. Um, but it, it's got a lot of stuff. It has a protagonist with big spiky hair who's a brainiac and has, like, almost no physical ability. It's got your meathead, your cute girls, and Tarzan. Yeah, actual Tarzan. Yeah, like, he's he's very well-spoken and educated, but he's fucking Tarzan. I mean, so, okay, we're, we're going to diverge real quick here. So, one of the things, like, in some of the adaptations of Tarzan, um, actually, the newest, uh, the newest film that came out with Tarzan, um, with Alexander Ast... Um, Sigard, Sigard. Um, those who who know him, he's True Blood. Um, having an absolute brain fart on whether or else he's been it, but anyhow, those who know him, who know him. Um, in the newest adaptation, and some of the older ones too. Um, after Tarzan actually gets introduced to humanity, he basically. He's very intelligent. He's yeah. Good. He just didn't. And I mean, know. that's what intelligence is: is how quickly and how well you can learn things. So, in like in that movie, he's actually like a highly 
sophisticated. Is it sophisticated? Sof- sophisticated. Thank you. See, we all have we all have words that we have trouble. Yeah. Um, um, the man and him. you know, and he's you know he's able to use the knowledge of both what he learned from the the wild, the wild, and that of civilization to get what he needs to get done done in that movie. So, but which is a pretty cool premise. Yeah. So you know, the smart wild man is a thing. Yep. And then, you know, also just getting ripped is really important. Which leads us into our next segue. How heavy are the dumbbells you lift? Which reminds me, I do need to go and pick myself up a set once I save up a little for that. Well, they have, really, they have a really nice set, actually, at like five below. Oh, there. nice. Yeah. So, so I'll go, uh, okay, maybe I should, uh, if I think about it when I'm out tomorrow, maybe I'll actually just go all the way to uh, Miniso and see what they have. Miniso. Oh, right, 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 right. Sorry. Well, yeah. The show's called How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift? Now, a while back, I remember there was some anime that came out where, like, the entire anime was just, here's an anime girl. We're going to put her in exercising positions, but the camera is going to be, like, zooming in on all her girl bits. And it was, like, it felt dirty watching this, even though it was, it was, uh, voiced as if to be educational whereas how heavy are the dumbbells you lift takes that idea of girls doing exercises and makes it hilarious all right so there's another good keynote here that we need to also talk about this one this is another one that actually where for he and i the dub was so much better than the sub because we, they were actually being, so unlike the first show he was talking about, where they were, like, all panning and all pervy. Yeah. Like, no, this show actually just happens to follow a bunch of high schoolers and and the teacher. And the, their, their fitness goals, yeah, basically. Actually, yeah, and how ridiculous this is. And, uh, like, it, it's, it gets a little fan servicey, but, I mean, uh, it's oh, going to come with the territory because it is anime. But it's, like, comedic. And yeah. It's comedic, and it's, like, and not... They, they do acknowledge it, too, and, they're like, they're poking jabs at well, it. Well, yeah, and it's not... It's not <laughs> yes. It's and they like, give a lot of fan service for the muscly guys too. Oh, absolutely! The guys get just like okay. Not not saying we we guys get is that like the girls who are watching get as much as we get. And any any of you, gay or bisexual guys or straight girls out there who like muscle bound anime men, the show's for you. Absolutely, hundred percent. You know, full you know Sheldon stamp of approval. Yeah. So. Take if you will. You, you got uh, you got your lead girl who's, I mean, they don't draw her fat, but they do give her a little bit of chub. She's thick. She, she's a little thick, um, and she's like, yeah, maybe I'll go to the gym, check it out, because she, she she likes to eat, and it's like working out will help offset that, which I'm working on it. We both are. In fact, go ahead, leave a comment, tell me how fat I am in the comments. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You know, somebody's going to. I mean, well, those people have souls. It is the internet. I mean, this is true. <laughs> but we got that girl. We got uh, the somebody who's a total, not only workout enthusiast, she has a thing for muscles. Yeah. Um, throw in a couple other characters. There's uh, Chubby Girl's best friend whose family actually runs a boxing dojo. I can't believe... Her chubby girl. She's not chubby. 
Well, relatively compared yeah, okay. compared to how you typically see anime girls. I mean, actually, what I think so that's a real quick. Um, they are actually doing a much better job of drawing and showing full range of like bodies. real yeah realistic proportions. They're doing a much better job with that. Because yeah. I think, well, and this is also it's a hangover from uh, Japan's isolationist period and like idealism. Mm-hmm. So the more and more connected they're being with the world, they're kind of realizing that not everybody's same shape or size, and that it's okay. Which I feel like actually leads into the Russian girls uh, reveal. <sighs> Russian girls, so awesome. Okay, now this also gets into why I think the the one of the reasons the dub I much prefer it. I watched, I first saw episode one of this show as the subtitled version, and I'm like. The dialogue, yeah, like, they throw in some funny jokes, but as an English-speaking person, like, the humor is, it can very much miss an international audience. I'm sure, if if you're Japanese, the jokes are probably riotously hilarious. But the English adaptation for an English-speaking audience is really good and actually makes the jokes funnier I feel for that English speaking audience. And this is something they also so anime does I don't know what it is about this but this is something that has gone back for a long time now. Anime in general does a really really good job with rushing. Both in sub and dub. It's something that they do very very good at. They have both sides have really good um, actors who can either pull off a Russian accent or actually speak Russian, especially when they're when they're uh, hailing Comrade Putin. Putin, yes. <laughs> so and, like I'm actually uh, talking actually going all the way back to Black Lagoon for those who remember that series. Right. Oh yeah, Hotel Moscow. Hotel Moscow. The entire cat, like all of Hotel Moscow. You know they spoke, you know, really good Russian. Basically, Balalaika spoke Russian. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But that's a that's a callback to a really good series. Yeah. So uh, I feel I want to watch that one again at some point. I have it on Blu-ray, bro. You do, and it's on either Funimation or Verve. I forget which one, but it is it's, on one of them. It's on Funimation. Funimation owns it. Yeah. But uh, so we definitely have access to that. Yeah. Um, but um, that's that's another great series. And the funny thing is, like, they close out each episode with like a, hey, here's how to do like this little exercise at home, and it's act they actually do. I feel like a good job of illustrating how to properly do these exercises. Yeah, so actually by the end of the series, you actually can have an entire workout regimen for a week with this watching this series. Like, it, it, a good 20-25 minute regimen just from the ending of these episodes. Yeah, so 100% recommend this particularly for people who either want a comedy, want a fitness, or want... Just to be, yo, let's go look some cute girls. Like, it's actually got everything. Or buff guys. Or buff guys. I mean, Machio, now this... Machio is the greatest. Imagine if you take the most generic anime guy's face you could possibly imagine. And then put him on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Photoshop it onto, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger body. Um, and that's that's Machio. Bodybuilder, by the way. Bodybuilder, Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. not Governator. Right. We still love the Governor, though, because yeah. Governor fits this fantastic to But, it, like, the head does not fit on that body, and that's actually the joke. Yep. Like, it looks like it would just be somebody's terrible art, but they they acknowledge it right off the bat. And, of course, 
it takes more than acknowledging a joke to make it a funny joke, but it's, the it's, fact that it's like when he puts on his tracksuit because he's he's the personal trainer at the gym. When he puts on his tracksuit, he, sh- he they legit show him on screen shrinking to normal body proportions. Yeah, and then when he gets excited, he rips out. He just he literally hulks out and his like, suit explodes and he's like, Rah! like his chest goes. It was so gross. It's so in the funniest way. He literally hulks out. He he actually a hundred percent hulks out, except for keeping his same Bruce Banner like type face. He just it's, and it's, that smile—it's a perpetual smile. He, I don't think we've seen him front once. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh my gosh! I will be very, very terrified when we see him frown. Oh, that's so gonna, that's going to be a dark day. Oh, it'll be, it'll be fantastic though. And yeah. I mean, we've seen him get serious because when um, when the like the darker skin girl, the one who started off like chubbier in the series, yeah. When she gets, like, a competitive edge, he got scared. And he's like, I gotta get serious. Yeah, with uh, arm wrestling. Because she apparently gets very competitive. Another, So another good thing about this series is that uh, this is happening more so, I think. They are doing a really good job of just facial expressions. Like, moments of just, ooh, or, yes. or just They have, like, a completely contrast to the normal flow of the animation that is just... Freeze frame, pause, gotta look at this for a minute, bust out laughing, and then continue. So I I have been loving the variety of just faces in all of these shows. Like, some time ago I went back and watched the old Great Teacher Onizuka series and actually stopped at several points just to screen cap the faces of Onizuka. And I feel like I've been getting more of those for more shows in the last couple of seasons. Alright, so that reminds me of a series that came out last season um, that you and I are so were so happy got dubbed. Which and one was that? What the hell are you doing here, teacher? Oh, yeah. Alright, so I'm going to real talk about this series. Okay, so... So, Curtis and I saw, um, am I supposed to be calling you Curtis? I don't know. I mean, it's too late now. I've used both my names online. Alright. My alias and my real. Yeah. Sorry for dropping the bowl. Or, not the bowl, the beans. It's late, guys. (laughs) Anyhow, so, um, so we saw, we saw this series coming out on Verb, and we were like, oh man, this series looks really funny. But the problem was it just didn't capture us in the in the sub. It's just because, you know, again, we it's a very visually comedic show. So having like the constantly bounce back between reading what's going on and actually watching what's going on, it just it became a headache. So we're like, okay, well, this is one of those ones that we'll just never get no, oh, you it's not it's not gonna show. Ah, dang it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah. But the opening scene of it is just fantastic. So you can you can watch it legally on uh, Verb. So that was jumping the gun there right. a little bit. So we, we were, you know, it was a couple weeks ago, right before we moved. We were like, ah, you know, we kind of just want to throw something silly on. Let's see. And we happened to hop on Verb, and we saw that it was, didn't have the Crunchyroll symbol. It had the Hive Dive symbol. We're like, wait, what? And turns out Hive Dive 
dub the entire season and release it all in one go. Nor unlike you know, when you dub it. Yeah. When it initially came out during the season, the episodes were only coming out subtitled, and then we check it and it's like, oh, whole thing's dubbed. We're watching this. We marathoned all of it in one night, and it was fantastic. Also, there are only 15-minute episodes. On top, that, that too. Like, they're short episodes, but, but they pack them so full of the personality, uh, and... It's, it's a... Now... Very, okay, so the premise behind the show is a little, um... It's messed up. Yes and no, because, again, this also talks about Japanese culture. Again, this is a Japanese culture moment. Um, so... These um these are high schoolers, so and these are very young teachers. Yes. So they do not have a very large age gap between them, at all. Uh, actually, they even show how small of a gap they were. Yeah, I think um like the main character was ten when his teacher was like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. So it's like it's a very small gap. Yeah. So it like. It, when they grow up, it's not that tremendous. Um, it it could have tread very creepy territory. But they, well, also all the actually here's another thing: all the students that they talk about are all seniors. Yes, they're all like so. They're all like they're about and this is like their final semester when all this happens. So, not to spoil it, but they kind of like all the teachers that are talked about in the series have a thing for one of their students, and. And uh, one of the kids' mothers totally ships it. Oh, full ships. She wants grandbabies. She wants grandchildren, and she wants this teacher to be her daughter-in-law. Yeah, she's very, I want you to be my daughter-in-law. Like, that's the reason. I want you to take care of me in my old age. It's... It's fantastic. (laughs) Um, So, and, like, again, it's one of those, like, weird, like, things, particularly because, like... Japanese like career women whatnot. It's still like a newer concept, so like we see this a lot actually. Like at a, a Gretzko too. It's yeah, like, like it's one of those weird things that Japan's still kind of wrapping its head around. I mean, at least are we in, in the West? So it's just it's it comes off weird, but it's talking. It's it's more talking about socially what's going on in real like real talk. Like we see it like in video games, we see it in anime, we see it in movies. It's something that's just, like, it's kind of, like, hinted at, and never, like, talked about straight up while the show's like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about this right now, up front, this is something that does happen, we're not condoning it necessarily, but, yo, love is love. At the same time, like, they also make a point of it, like, in this show where the kids and the teachers end up in, a, in very compromising situations. Very compromising. But, they're, even though they are fully aware, like... Yeah, this is happening, but not yet. Yeah, no, they're they're very adamant about like, okay, wait, wait, wait. You got to graduate first. You have to graduate. You, we can't after graduation. Well, because their big thing is like we can't interfere with the student teacher relationship. That mm-hmm. has to be left sacred. Yeah, that's their whole shtick. And actually, you know, we admittedly, we even the West, we get that whole thing too. It's yeah. Just, it, it's it's a very it, it's an uncomfortable topic but it's something it's it's you know uncomfortable topics at the same time like when when you see people that have like some kind of genuine connection and a relationship in that with that kind of setting going on the fact that they can be like okay you know what let's wait until this is proper waiting's and, worth it yeah i mean so the, 
there is very unlikely to be a season two of the show, but it ends very well. Yes. It, like, honestly, it, it has a very satisfactory ending. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Speaking uh, of satisfactory endings. Hey. Um, Pramare just, or, oh. okay, how, for somebody out there, tell me how to pronounce this. I think in the show they said oh. Promare. So, no. So, then again, it was the Japanese stuff. I don't well, know. so actually, the creators were calling it, I think they were calling it Promare. Okay. I think they were calling it Promare. I, yeah, like I was going Promare because I'm like, Promare, if I'm going to go the syllable yeah. route because okay. Japanese. So, quick pre, pre before we get into this. So, for those of you who are interested in jumping in and going to see like an anime movie from like Phantom Events, for those of you who are in the West. Uh, the, so the Fathom Events and Movie Theaters? Yeah. So, um, because we did, this was our first one that we went to. Yeah. Um, long story short, he had to wait for uh, someone who he had invited. Yeah, I, I was waiting for a friend of mine who was running late, and then I had to leave the ticket at the counter, like, yeah. with their name so that they could get in. So, here's, unlike normal movies in the West, where, you know, we have, like, 30 minutes of trailers, then the movie starts, at a Fathom event. At, at showtime, it, it's It was dark. just straight movie. So, he missed, like, the first 15 minutes. Which, uh, from what you told me, it was it's, it seemed to be just, like, um, so... Set up, basically. Yes and no. I, like, it, it, it... The first minute or so was very confusing because, so... Um, the most of the movie takes place 30, 30 years in the future. The beginning of the movie actually happens when the key event, the, I forget what they call it, the, the burning or whatever happens, and it literally shows three different people, one of them's in, in traffic, has road rage, explodes, really explodes in fire and kills, like, the entire bridge. Um, second one was, um, wow, uh. Oh, was on was uh, had like claustrophobia and like was stuck in a train, like on a subway car, and just like got really upset and exploded the entire train, killing everybody. And then the the, the third one was a pregnant uh, housewife, like domestic abuse situation, and she got upset and like blew up an entire house. And then we just see the entire world like exploding. We're like, what's going on? And then they um, because. Of uh, the day we chose, we, this was the sub version, not the dub. Yeah, so it, it was the day that was more convenient for us to go because I actually had to get out of work early for, to go. I want to go see this again in dub because I'd like I would like to see how the dub does and what kind of language they use on it. Yeah, because it's very much um, it's a very visual movie, and again, reading it, I think it's Studio movie. Trigger. It is Studio Trigger. So. Uh, and they so this movie is a huge is a very very big homage to their origin, which is the crew that worked on Girl Lagan um, with Gainax. Right. So, so I remember the story is like uh, Girl Lagan was Gainax, and some people broke off from Gainax yeah. to create Studio Trigger, which, and did uh, Kill a Kill, and they've done a couple other things. Little now. Witch Academia. Yeah. Which I mean. Just from the names of those, those sound like very different things, but the the main appeal of them is that visually they are very well made. And um, they have a certain st- 
die all of it that these these animators and these creators really really like. So um, not we're not gonna spoil too much of the, the plot because it's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way that so about I'm not even gonna say towards the end of the movie it's about like three fourths of the way into the movie they introduce Deus Ex Machina literally that's what it was called I'm not, I'm not gonna... so you know the lazy storytelling element where it's like how do we have the good guy save the day um here's a save the day machine yeah it, it's um so Deus they Ex... literally did that and they named it Deus Ex Machina because I had to actually explain this to one of my co-workers I mean she had no idea what that says uh, Deus Ex Machina literally translates as a uh, 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 machine of the gods, or uh, God in the machine, or something uh, like that. Yeah. So it's, I think in in like old plays, it was the kind of story device where it's like, and then everything got resolved because this magical thing happens, mm-hmm. and there's no pretext. So the the, the the when a guy when a Deus Ex Machina happens is when some either weapon person or event happens that doesn't follow the storyline pattern of where its trajectory is going and it resolves things very quickly so um this is seen a lot in anime actually the the east really likes using deus ex machina because i don't know what it is about eastern writers i think it's because they're they're such a go 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 that they forget, oh wait, I have to resolve this somehow. This is why, like, so, like, for series like uh, Dragon Ball Z, um, Naruto, like, they'll keep having these higher, higher tiers of power level, and just, oh, like, this next tier is gonna solve the problem I'm in, but then it causes another problem. It just keeps building on itself. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> they take this to the literal extreme in, uh, Gurren Lagan, but also in Primari. The if you've they... seen Gurren Lagan, like, you li- The main character is freaking Kamina. For uh, crying out loud. Uh, he's a, he's a denser Kamina. I, I mean, I'm actually gonna be fair. That was actually my big problem with that. Oh, uh, okay. Like, the kid... He might have been a little too Kamina? No, I, no, no. So, like, here... No, that's the thing. Kamina was, like, full force, but he was intelligent. He was intelligent, actually. He knew what he was getting himself into. Hmm. This kid did not. This kid's an idiot. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, this kid was like the whole part of the cards while Kami was like, no, nah, I'm going into this, like, fully believing myself, but knowing I'm going to die. Like, but I'm entrusting the future to this kid, my bro. Like, that's the, yeah. that's the big thing. Sorry, spoilers for Garla Guy. If but, you, I mean, it's it's over a decade old. Come I on, mean, guys. that's dark guys. But um, I, I did like... like It definitely had that visual style of Gurren Lagann, Kill la Kill, where it's just super impressive. I mean... They, the, they, the, the robot, like, as soon... When Kamina and the, the, uh, the Burnish I, guy... Firefighter. We're going to call him Fire. We're not going to call him Kamina because it's not Kamina. Firefighter. <laughs> okay, the Firefighter... And the burnish, like when they when they end up like actually in the machine, it's just... it's like this is literally like Simone and the 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 last beast man. Yeah, it, and they... it was literally the same thing. And I'm just looking at this. I'm well, like, this I... is just, this is a huge love letter to their former work. Well, like they straight like it's straight like so. I don't know if you know this or not. 
it turns into Gorilla Gun. Like, oh yeah. Um, the only difference is um, the head and the colorization. That's it. Yeah, but like, like the fate, like model the, wise, they recreated Gurren Lagann, and then it punched the sun. It literally punches the solar system. Yeah, the, like the thing, like the, so that's the thing about the trigger that you have to go in knowing is that they really, really like going over the top. They go big. They go big, and they don't go home. They don't <laughs> because they blew up their home. <laughs> they go to your home. <laughs> They go big, they go to your home, and they go bigger. Yep. I mean, that's... If you look at Gorilla Gun, you look at Kill a Kill, this is, this is their pattern. This is their straight trajectory. Like Now, you see more of Little Witch Academia. Does that one also follow that pattern of things just continuously going bigger? I, or when they start getting to the plot point, is it like still kind of light? Um, it's, it's difficult because I haven't finished yet. Right. It's, it's not like Kill a Kill. It's not like Romari Zone with Curly Like, I, visually, I can see the visual flair of the this, studio trigger. And I think this is what the, uh, that was a break from them from doing their normal thing. Because this is, uh, that story is much more in the lines of, like, uh, character growth and, mm -hmm. like, not actually, like, the bigger world, but there is. Like, that's a subplot that's, like, kind of, like, discussed. And but they then, still kind of focus on just these characters being these characters. Yes, and yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, it's more of a... Okay. It's a more intelligent Harry Potter. That's the best way I can compare it to. Because, like... I mean, the little bit that I have seen of it, they did address how the real world responds to, to like, you know, magic being a thing. Well, yeah. But, no, I mean, as far as, like, oh, she's a chosen one, so she has to, you know, do all these things. And, like, while I hate to say for all you Harry Potter fans, and I mean, I like Harry Potter. I got burned out of it really young and just stopped caring, so. Well, so part of the problem is with, is, like, as an adult, you're looking at it, there's a lot of plot holes. There's a lot of, like, well, wait. He's a he's a twelve year old kid. Why isn't just someone taking care of this? Or you know, there's a lot of things. Well, so in my hero, my, my little witch academia, which by means like I'm not like it's two different things. But as far as like they address one of the major glaring issues, as far as like difference wise, like she's not the first one. She's actually like the second or third. It's she's in succession and. Her teacher is literally the previous one. And it failed in the last moment, and she's trying to prepare her for that final choice that she has to make. Hmm. So it's a whole thing, but, you know. Yeah, that teacher thing wasn't very subtle. So, like, no, really e isn't. even that, like, that's technically a spoiler for me, but I'm like, the way that teacher is acting, she's related to this whole debacle. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's pretty clear by, like, episode, like, three, that's who she is. Yeah. Um, and they, like, when you actually, like, when they fully, like, full, like, by the way, at a point, I mean, the girl still doesn't know. You're, you're, like, when they actually reveal it in the show, is it one of those, called it, kind of um, moments? It's more about, like, oh, she really is a badass moment. Like, oh, okay. oh, like, it's not like, like, yeah, we knew, but it's like, oh, she, like, even though she's not, like, where she was, she still is very talented and very, like, don't mess with her. Yeah. So because yeah, that'll be cool to see when I get there. Yeah, again, I really think you'll enjoy that series when you go back to it. Um, mm -hmm. 
So, uh, oh, and one side, side note, guys, all the series that we were talking about, you can legally watch dubbed and subbed oh, yeah. on Funimation. Funimation, Verve, and uh, Netflix. Netflix has been doing... A bit, I know people aren't the happiest with how Netflix is treating certain things, but hey, it's getting more exposure to things that we have not gotten exposure to uh, in the West. So, go oh, for that. Now, speaking of Netflix, I'm... Uh, I have to do this for just a moment. Okay, we're gonna talk about this. Fuck Netflix and how they reboot reboot. Uh, if you want to watch the good reboot, it's on Verve. It is on Verve. It is on Verve. And actually, I haven't I haven't looked. I think it actually has the whole thing. I hope it has the whole thing. I think so. Uh, but you honestly, okay. Seasons one, two, and three are the important seasons. Season four, we all kind of tried. I feel like season two and three are the important ones. Two was the um. Like, towards the end of 2 well, is the whole uh, Enzo getting sent to the net. Like, no, 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 that's... that's uh, um, Bob gets sent at the end of Season, season two. 2. Season 3 is Enzo trying to defend Mainframe and eventually turning into Matrix. Yeah. And then the rise... Of, then they, like, and then well, Season 3 ends with um, the whole Damon arc. Yeah, uh, and then season four was... No, 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 season, no, that's season four. The season four is split in between Damon Arc and... And Return of Megabyte? Return of Megabyte. Season three... Okay, well, up to Damon is important. Yeah, yeah, once you get once you get to Damon, then you can kind of, like, okay, we don't... Like, need... the, the Return of Megabyte was... Well, it, because... It was really good, but the fact it... The series ended on that fucking cliffhanger. Okay, that's the problem. That's why everyone's like, okay, like... Like, that season, just unfortunately, once you get past... It was really good build-up to no payoff. Because they, there's a whole rationale. Like, there was actually a huge campaign to, for them to, to continue it. There's actually there's comics and everything like that about it. it and then a, Netflix picks it up and turns it into Code Lyoko. Uh, well, see, so here's the thing I'm going to say. Maybe they'll learn their lesson and actually just go back to the original and do that after realizing the fan reaction. Like, because, I mean, Netflix is very receptive to its fans. They are. Yeah. So, but again... Um, and, I mean, Netflix did well, good with a Gretzko. It did. Uh, I gotta it, credit that. Yeah, and Dragon Prince is also in a really good one. Netflix is doing some good stuff. Yeah. But um, definitely support the legal streams because that helps the industry. And, I mean, he and I have been watching for long enough that we know what it was like prior to having great access. And yeah. Back to where it's back. Like I grew up before, like widespread internet had access to everything. I grew up in the day where it's like, oh, a DVD is gonna be like thirty bucks for four for four, usually three to four episodes. Yeah, and it's just and maybe eighty dollars for the box set for a twelve episode season. I remember VHS guys. So yeah. So like like the the streaming is it's very like the Verve is eleven bucks Funimation's what seven eight seven bucks or something like that and yeah like, and you can do like a whole year installment like you pay for a whole year for like fifty bucks it's like guys can you can you really like and it's it supports the industry as a whole so like sorry to get off we're gonna get off our our, <laughs> our soapbox yeah just just we want to make sure that you guys know that when we're talking about this we're talking about this because we watched it legally yeah because there are, there are 
still some people who don't, and there's no reason not to anymore. Yeah. I mean, if you're out of a job or something, I mean, fi- yeah, find a friend who, yeah. who you can watch with or something, too. Because um, on top of that, watching through the channels, that also tells the industry, like, hey, this is the stuff that people like, and they're getting those those view stats, yes. which say, hey, people want to see more of this. Yes. And they do pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. They do. I mean... Well, th- this is how we got, we're getting shows like My Hero Academia, um, One Punch Man, I mean, uh, um, some other, like, what's, um, uh, Golden, Com- uh, uh, um, Comrade, uh, that, that was a French show. Golden Comrade? Yeah, that, that show, like, think about it, four or five years ago, would not have gotten dubbed. But because more and more Westerners are paying attention, that we're paying that like no we really do want this they're doing more fringe things pencil um, while we're getting more of like the the uh oh god why teacher show so, oh like, we're, we're getting more of that because <laughs> the studios are seeing that we will we want to this yes so there there are even some shows where i look at oh what there was one the, uh, i need to catch up with this one but it's only subtitled the the, the stats mom okay that one too yeah, the, the, like I excuse the isekai trash that's out there, yeah. but the one title of "Do You Love Your Mom" and her two-hit multi-target attacks is just like that title alone sold me on so, what the fuck I gotta see this. Well, and so I'm, I'm see now I'm not going to an isekai like so everyone's like oh god why isekai why isekai. A big thing right now, but at the same time, it's nothing new. It's like, yeah, it, it's really not. It's just more and more people are just more aware of it. Like, do you remember Escaflone? That's I, an isekai. I mean, I never, I didn't watch that one, but I'm aware of it. Digimon like, is an isekai. Digimon's isekai. Um, well, I mean, also in the West too. It's just more recently, it's been very much. It's been much more video gamey. Yes, like because well, because in Japan, like the MMO is really like. Mm-hmm. Exploded and it's become, and also like now we're getting these writers and animators who like grew up on those video games. Yeah, they're that's what they're talking about. Yeah, it, it's just it's just a cultural thing, guys. Um, so but I mean like we still like great I mean, just ones. like any other genre, you get your good ones, you get your trash ones. I mean, bad one being I got reincarnated as a slime. I know that one's kind of popular, and I we just I am now I will admit this: I started watching it subtitled, and then I watched the first few episodes dubbed. It was better dubbed, but the story structure, is it's very... My problem with it was slime just has automatic solution to any problem. Well, and also because it's surrounded by better shows. I mean, this is... Yeah. Same, it came out the same season that Goblin Slayer came out, and I'm going to like outright fight anybody who says Goblin Slayer is not a great show. Like, I, okay, so... Like, I can I, see how somebody might not... It might not be to their taste, yeah. but it was really well paced, and it like so the whole shock that happens, it gets you into like understanding the importance of what's going on. Like yo, yeah, we are not, we are not. Like, no, watch out for the episode one shock value if you're sensitive to certain and, and, so things. I, this was a punt on the studios because apparently no one, like people weren't paying attention to when they said it's you know this is for mature audience. 
they they they're pretty clear about like yo this is this is not kids this, don't let your five year old watch this absolutely on, not on top of that like it it's not very subtle but Goblin Slayer is basically just a D and D campaign it, it's a bunch of people playing D and D that the people in the show are basically your D and D campaign party yeah well like and, like and one of them's a murder hobo they they literally have dice rolling like it, like the gods roll dice. And the whole, uh, like, that whole episode one shock value is basically, look, when your DM tells you something's a bad idea, it's a bad idea. It, a bad idea. I mean, I know, I'm a DM. Look, don't, like, I'm telling you, you really don't want to do this. <laughs> Alright, let's see what the dice decide. Oh. Yep. You Ooh. actually awakened Cthulhu. Good luck, guys. Nat one. Nat one. Uh. So, he was very upset with you for... Interrupting his people's sleep of 10,000. Yes. But I do intend to actually force myself to get through slime. uh, Hopefully sometime soon. Because the English one, the English dialogue was actually funnier. Like, for me, an English-speaking audience. It's just, the story structure-wise... It's so... The story structure felt very... Dumb, and it, it felt like a paint by numbers kind of story where it's like, I mean, oh, this is a pro- this is the problem. I got that. This is the problem. I got that. Like nothing challenges the slime. I mean, and then he, he's god modded right out the gate. Yeah, I mean, particularly as you had series like Overlord um, for like a serious one, and then uh, which uh, that's an interesting one too. Like Overlord is like, yes, this character is clearly overpowered for this world, but he's like. I don't know this world. This well, isn't my well, game world. Well, so you think he's that, but then stuff like that, what happens in the end of season one, and yeah. like, they, they hint that, like, he's like, definitely... Even though he is, like, god-tier to the mortals of the world, there are, he's uh, still very cautious, because he's like, I don't know if there's others like me. Well, no, no, but so what I'm getting at, no, 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 yeah. that there are. Like, exactly. Well, like, and that's proven by the events that happened in season one. We don't want to go into it because that's that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But yeah, like the pacing for that is so much better. And then you get for like if you want like a comedic show of an Isekai, that's um, how not to summon a demon lord. Yep. That was like it's another Isekai, but it's just so funny. And then if you want just grim dark, Isekai. That is uh, ReZero. Like, that is... It starts, it starts off like Grimdark, where it's, like, well, getting into this whole, like... Well, and the thing... like it's, I didn't like how the season ended, but, yeah. Everything uh, up to that was... I th- but th- that's the thing. Apparently, like, the, the next season is going to address certain things and whatnot. So, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for the next season, because, like... <laughs> but apparently, we don't have souls, because any of us cried during the events that happened in that series. And our oh, friend, is that what people say? You yeah. didn't cry. You don't have a soul. Yeah, that, that's what TP said. He's like, "How can you not cry?" I'm like, "Bro, like, it kind of like he kind of had a like we saw this coming. Like, it's not." I mean, he has. He's very useless, but he has like god tier power at least. He has a as, as long as he can talk his way through no. a situation. Yeah. So we're gonna, um, we're gonna digress real quick on this one. So. So unlike other isekais that all have like some silly power of some kind, or given some like, here you have a god mod of this, or here's a cell phone that you will just be able to solve all your problems. Oh my gosh! In another world with my smartphone, I hated that shit. 
I actually want to admit that so, the show is actually pretty funny, but anyway, <laughs> this one for the main character in ReZero, his ability is that he can't stay dead. He will have respawn points um, that he will keep going back to until he passes a certain point and dies again and will have a new spawn point because then something else will go wrong. It took him, what was it, five or six deaths to get through the first day. Uh, it was something like that. But he died multiple times in a couple of episodes. At l- Okay, his first day in that world? Yeah. He died at least three times. At, at least... least. I think more. I think it was a like five or I six. I think it was more, but I know it was for a fact at least three. It's like, it, because, like, so he, he thought he, like, he you, you think he'd clear some things, and then something else that would pop up that would cause him to revert back. And then he literally had a couple of times where he just mind broke himself and died. Yeah, a couple like, of times. He, he was just like, I, I can't deal with, like, the, the emotional trauma of dying over and over again. I mean, and then, like, dying sucks. And then midway through the season, there were certain events that, like, Oh boy! Like, woo! Or it's like you think you've accounted for everything, and then it's like, oh shit, that's a thing. And also, oh wait, there's three. And the thing is that he also, um, it's not like he doesn't remember the pain. He remembers everything. And these are not, these are not. Oh, you died. It's like, oh, you exploded. Oh, you got your arm. You were disemboweled and like half eaten when you died. Like, you got possessed by the devil. Some by some, you got possessed by the Joker and had to tell your your allies to kill you. Yeah, it's pretty. It gets pretty. It's it's like, the best way to describe that. Is I mean, that, 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 I'm I'm not arguing with that. That's <laughs> so yeah. Um, but so on that note, though, I think uh, you'll be hearing more of these kinds of rants and rambles. Yeah. And, Jargons. We do want to do like a weekly thing. We'll probably try and slip in a movie each week. Uh, do something. I do have my my Fendinga now count. You do have your Fendinga now count. So I we I I can look at the Sunday sales. So, uh, see what's what's on deal. And so we won't be just talking about anime on here. We're movies, live stuff. Uh, I do streaming on Twitch. Look me up on Neofanks Gaming. Um, Birds will be talked a lot a lot a lot about. I know they weren't talking yep. about tonight, but oh, believe me, they'll at pop some up. point the, we might have birds on camera. Sheldon ran away. <laughs> Sheldon, you don't get to see Sheldon tonight. Yeah. You'll see him next time. Maybe next time you'll see less of my closet. Or more. Or more. Maybe my clothes will be in there. So. No, no. Okay. So until next time. <laughs>